this is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. The Bible says that she got in the press, the multitude was pressing, follow the leading of the Lord. The, the Bible said that the people were pressing and everybody wanted a piece of Jesus. Everybody wanted to touch him. Everybody wanted to be side by side. You know, people are, are name droppers. They want to be taking selfies with Jesus and all this, that, and the other. Living ungodly, living holy, but want to take selfies and want to just be in the midst because Jesus was so popular. So she got in the crowd with everybody else. Understanding that she had been separated from people for so long. And I can't imagine how lonely she must have been and how her temporary situation had begun to weigh upon her. Are you listening to me? So she made a decision. I just need a touch. I just need a touch. I just need to touch him. And the Bible said that she said and kept saying, if I could just touch, if I could just touch, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. I was wondering, why did she want to touch the hem? Why didn't she want to grab his shoulder? Why didn't she want to touch his hair? Why didn't she want to get in his face and have a conversation? She wanted to touch the part of his prayer shawl that was indicative of the promise, the promise, the promise of salvation, the promise. And including in salvation comes healing, preservation, and protection. Come on and get a revelation in here with me. So out of all everybody pushing and, and rubbing up against the Lord, she just wanted to touch the part that we remind her because we all need a point of contact so that we can release our faith right then and there at this, on the spot. So that prayer tassel, that which is the hem, when I grew up, I thought it meant the hem like you fold a skirt up. The hem has reference to the prayer tassel, the tassel on his prayer shawl. So she touched something that will remind her of the promise. The tassel had to have a strand of red in it, which was indicative of the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody. We've got to touch Jesus in a way in which it reminds us of the promise. The word of God tells us that with the stripes, we were healed. By his stripes, we are healed. So if we were healed and we are healed, then we be healed, we is healed. However you want to say it, I excuse my broken English, but English can't contain this. English can't contain this. You've got to get a revelation. So as soon as she touched the tassel on his prayer shawl, everything came to a halt. It would be as if everybody faded to black and all you saw was the woman with the issue and Jesus. And he said, who touched me? And everybody was like, Jesus, look at all these people out here. What you mean? Who, who touched you? We all brushed up against you. No, no, no. But that touch was something different. That was a touch of faith. That touch of faith. So this nameless woman, she said a certain woman. And we, she's gone down in history as the woman with the issue. I'm so glad that we don't have to go down in history as a woman with the issue. She went down in history as a nameless, faceless woman. We don't know who she was. We don't know anything about her other than she had suffered so long. But during this time of suffering, apparently she was listening because the words that she heard, Jesus was coming. Come on, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This is where you've got to strengthen yourself with your faith. You've got to strengthen yourself in your faith. I didn't come on here to entertain you. 
That's why I said, don't be sitting here eating popcorn and, and eating fried chicken wings and, and eating cereal. Let's take this thing seriously so that we can get charged up and built up in our faith. Come on. There's something about a lion that's in a zoo, the lions that are in a zoo and the lions that are in captivity in a zoo, even, even they may have been captured or they may have been born into captivity. They still have the same innate qualities, the innate, inborn qualities that the lion has. Come on, we went down the whole list of everything that the, he's not the biggest, he believes that he is. Come on. So he has this innate posture about himself of, of confidence, of assurance, of boldness, of courage. It's innate, it's in him. But when they stayed in bondage and they stayed in captivity too long, even though it was innate, it was inactive. Come on. We've been in this little time of separation for a little while. And if you're not careful, you'll let the thing that's down on the inside, the gift that needs to be stirred up on the inside, you'll allow it to be inactive. So child of God, I need to, I need to motivate you. I need to provoke you. I need to stir up your faith. Stir up your faith that we believe God. We trust God. We read the scripture. Now faith. Right now. I need it now. Come on. Oftentimes we just use faith for stuff so that we could brag and show off what we have and where we've been and the trips and, and our houses and all this, that, and the other. Mm -mm, that's not what we use our faith for. Of course, we get things like that by our faith, but our faith is for situations like this. Come on. Our faith is for dark situations. Are you listening to me? The woman with the issue was in a dark situation. She was at her wit's end. She said, I'm going to get in this press. I know they told me not to do it, but I'm going to touch him. I'm going to touch the hem of his garment, the H-E-M. But I want to submit to you today that the woman with that issue, and we got an issue going on right now, but the woman with the issue, she went from touching H-E-M to touching H-I-M. You know how I know? He said, who touched me? Because virtue left out of me. Healing pop. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Healing power was released from me. Somebody touched me with a touch of faith. Come on. I need you to get into that press, get into that place. Father, I need a touch. I need you to touch my mind because I'm being inundated with so much stuff. And the more stuff that we listen to, that becomes our reality. That is not our reality. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. That's our reality. It's the evidence of things not seen. That's my reality. My reality is what I believe. Now, of course, we're not going to be foolish and, and discount the reports. We're going to use wisdom. We're going to apply the wisdom of God to the knowledge that we've received. We're going to apply wisdom to the knowledge, the information that we receive. But then you got to be like that woman. She touched Jesus with his faith. And it stopped him right there in the middle of everybody else. The same thing that everybody out there could have gotten, one person got it. And then he, he, he took the time to listen to her. She didn't have a name. Don't get nobody, wasn't nobody trying to go see her, nothing. And he took the time to listen. This is the time that we talk and we listen. We talk and we listen. Child of God, it's time for us to turn our hearts back to God in prayer. I need you to get a revelation that prayer is not a monologue. Tell them everything that you want. I need my bills paid and all of this, that, and other. In Jesus' name, amen. That's not how you pray. You pray and you listen. You pray and you listen. And I prophesied, I spoke over you. I said that, that God was going to speak. 
God was going to speak to you this year. And, and when he begins to speak, don't take those things for granted. Begin to write those things down. Begin to write down the things that God tells you. We're in this time where we've got a lot of time and we're, we're closed in and, and many of us can't gather outside of uh, groups of, of 10 or more. This is a great time. This is not the time to just be inundated with the Netflix movies and watch every movie then and then just do everything else that we wanted to do. This is the time to press in, to hear. We're, we're pressing in to prayer and we're listening. And then write down, <clears throat> write down those things that God speaks to you. He's not under any obligation to keep repeating himself over and over. Come on, where the parents at? When you have to tell your kids the same thing over and over, we don't want to do that. We want to listen and we want to regard what he says to us so much that we write it down. And not only write it down, we go back and we visit, we go back and we mutter, we go back and meditate on those things over and over and over because God is speaking to us, giving us wisdom and giving us direction, giving us the knowledge to apply to our situation now because faith is now. Another interesting fact about the lion is that during the day, the lion's vision is no no better than a human being's vision. So he has about 20-20 vision, just regular everyday vision, the same vision that you and I have. But what's interesting about the lion is at night, his vision becomes 10 times greater. So he sees way better in the dark than he does when it's daylight. Come on. He sees differently. He sees differently. He, he's more focused. He could see more in the dark than he can in the daylight. Come on. This is time. This is a dark season. We've never seen a season like this, but we won't fear. This is the time that we are supposed to see better than we ever have before. During this time of darkness, during this difficult time, during this midnight season, we're supposed to see better than we saw before. We're supposed to see God better. We're supposed to have a better touch now than we did before. Come in here with me. Remember, you don't need courage unless you're faced with adversity. And this is when we use our courage. This is when we look to see. I often say, how do you see God when in dark situations? Have you ever been in a dark situation? You can't even see your hand in front of, in front of your face. How do you see God in a dark situation? You better look for him. You look for him. And in our case, sometimes you got to grope for him. Grope for God. Grope for him. We need God now. We need him unlike ever before. Unlike ever before in the revelation, I believe it's chapter three. It talks about um, Sardis. Where am I at with my time? I'm not going to be here too much longer. It talks about Sardis. Sardis was this fortified city. It was built in the cliff of a rock. It was it was such a strong city. It was so high and so steep and it hit the rocks and everything around it. The enemies couldn't couldn't penetrate Sardis. But Sardis got a little bit arrogant. Come on. The Bible says we're not supposed to think of ourselves more highly than we're ought to think. It didn't say that we're not supposed to think high, but not more highly than you ought to think. So Sardis began to think more highly than they ought to think because they felt like the enemy can't ever get me. The enemy is never going to be able to penetrate me. But then Sardis didn't do the maintenance work that was required. Um, Sardis didn't patch up holes. Come on. You know, the devil is a filthy rat. And anywhere he can get his nose in, he can squeeze his whole body in there. 
Cyrus wasn't taking care and taking concern of the of the walls and of the structure. So basic maintenance was not being done. Are you listening to me? This fortified city that had never been able to be penetrated didn't do the proper maintenance, didn't do the upkeep. So now Sardis was laying wait. It was it was open. It was open and it was seized and, and criminals and thieves came in. Child of God, don't you know, according to John chapter 10 and verse 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But don't you lose heart. Take your courage back, lion, because Jesus said in that same passage of scripture, he said, I came. Oh, glory to God. I came that they may have life and this life right here more abundantly, the more better life. Listen to me. Take your courage back. This is not the end. This is not the end for us. This is time for us to turn our hearts back to God. Time for us to go back into those times of prayer and hinge our hearts on our prayer. We're not just having just having a conversation with God and our hearts are not hinged on it. We learned about that in Luke chapter one with Zacharias. Zacharias had been praying the same prayer for so long that when the angel came with the prayer, he's like, how I know you're telling the truth? Because he said, I'm, I'm Gabriel. I'm the mighty man of valor. I'm the mighty man of God. I don't come on my own behalf. So if you see my face, I'm coming to give you a message from God. And God cannot lie. So because your mouth is messed up, I don't want your mouth to stop the blessing from coming. So child of God, I want to encourage you to get your mouth in line with the word of God. Let's talk. stop talking about how busy the devil is and all of this that's going on. Now, of course, we have to communicate about it, but that should not be our only communication. We got other communication than talking about coronavirus. Now, it's serious enough that we should talk about it, but just as much as we talk about it, we need to be talking about the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. Y'all better come in here. Come on. We look for God in these situations and we plead the blood over every single solitary member of our family, our community, our neighbors, our our state, our city officials, our president. Yes, pray for the president of the United States. Pray for President Donald Trump. Pray for those that are making decisions on our behalf. Come on. How are you going to be so so out of whack that you can't pray? Come on. The Bible says that when you stand praying, forgive. That means you got to get your heart right. You got to get your heart and your mind right. And of course, if we don't, everybody doesn't agree with everything, but that doesn't mean don't pray. Ask the Lord to help you. Lord, I believe help my unbelief. Lord, I, 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 I'm praying, but I have these, these struggles right here. So I'm submitting these things over to you so that my prayer can be effective. Are you listening to me? I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.